Norman didn't like that. <laughs> Brett screwed Brett. <laughs> Meowed at me. I think I scared him while he was drinking his water. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Four Jobbers. Although this week, in classic jobber fashion, we are not four jobbers. Instead of having too many, now we are not enough. But I am your host, question mark, Ginger Heat, a.k.a. Ginger Heat, a.k.a. The Ginger Guy. Um, Ginger Heat, <laughs> I can't give myself Ginger nicknames. Heat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I am joined by that sultry voice, Ryan, the taxman. What up? And just what up? like every other episode, you never know how many jobbers you're going to get. Sometimes four, sometimes <laughs> five, sometimes three, maybe one, seven. Where are we going next? I don't know if we ever did a solo dolo episode yet, <laughs> but uh, it's not out of the question. Like, it's very possible that it could happen At one of these weeks. This right, we, we've lost any air of professionalism that we I don't even know if we ever had any air of professionalism, but hey, we're, we're rocking with it. Hopefully, it keeps people tuning in every week, if nothing else. This is true. Hopefully, they tune in just because at least one of us shows up. <laughs> <laughs> but the other jobber that we do have joining us today is none other than Jason the Jobber. <laughs> Sick. Hi, mate. How are you? Boy, I'm bloody good. Oh, I didn't know you are Australian today. That's great. <laughs> I can't do Scottish. We, we it turns out Australian. <laughs> we, we didn't meet our accents quota, so. Oi, it's just a little kick in the bum. <laughs> I mean, you can talk Aussie if you want. I mean, Wax, what would you go with if you had to do an accent for this whole podcast? Oh, jeez. Trying to think. What accent would I do? I feel the, like I could do like Cockney British, like like. The British accent that people do. You just, just got to make sure it British stays people. white. The the <laughs> to avoid yeah. any you know. Yeah, I'm gonna do a Jamaican accent now. No, can't do that. Honestly, that's a very beautiful accent, and it's fun to do. It's a but you lovely know, lovely accent. Yeah. But yeah, it is obviously. Do you guys consider yourselves to have accents? I well, I when I went to go live in uh, Ontario, they told me I have a Montreal accent, whatever that means, just because I don't talk like, "Hey, bud, go get the." The brew was in the car there, bud, and we'll smoke a dart outside uh, Dave, uh, the corner <laughs> store the there, Why is the brew in the car, and why do you need it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's 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 I, how uh, my cousin talks. He's like, hey, how you doing here, bud? Uh, go down yeah. there and Ooh, give me a couple darts yeah, there, bud. I didn't, know what a, I didn't know what a dart was. I'm, he's like, you, he's like, you smoke darts? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's a dart? <laughs> What's a dart? I, a I have dart? been told uh, in, in speaking with American, I guess, people that they <laughs> immediately people. hear my accident. <laughs> accent uh canadian and, and and you can hear it too especially like i don't find we so have the canadian think. one though like growing up in quebec with that that hint of french no, culture you know we uh, don't sound like canadians eh, bud we don't sound like canadians but we don't sound like americans is what i've been told which means we do have an accent right because the rest of the world we say they have an accent right yeah. but in reality everybody has an accent yeah depending on where they're like from. jordan though he's from and they think we're weird i'm jordan and the body jordan from kirkcaldy me <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> sound like a you can't do it mate. i can't do it mate <laughs> what do they always say there's a brolic in the mulek if you're like you can or some some kind of weird thing like that. lunch lady doris for. grease me up woman <laughs> grease me up that's so good willie yeah so i, I don't I know is that a <laughs> scottish appropriation i know it doesn't matter <laughs> i think i could <laughs> do, do a the british accent that people like us do when they're trying to do a British accent, but it's not actually a British accent. Like, I can do, oh, I meant, how are you? 
I could do that for the whole episode. But a little spot of tea. Can I have a spot of tea, please? Hey, I called you 30 minutes ago, you stupid wanker. <laughs> you oh, what about uh, you could do you could do Lewis, you know, Northern Ireland. Lewis. Right. Noy. I'm Lewis. Lewis is uh, his accent is fond of vegetables, like, uh, eh? It sounds like he's scheming. How about that? Because <laughs> he's a little rat. It has nothing to do with his accent. Uh, well no, it's his specific <laughs> Lewis accent. <laughs> the Lewis accent? Yeah. Northern Irish. Whatever. Belfast. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Jason, you had a new question for us yet again. Jason, the question master. Jason, the job question. Once again, Brad didn't know what it was for. Yeah, he's like, uh, "What are we doing? Uh, best themes again?" Uh, you don't even. He doesn't even listen to the pod. He's the host. Yeah. What do you mean I don't listen? I listened to last one. Oh, you forgot the question. I'm back on the listening train. You see, it's tough for me with podcasts lately, since I'm at home. I gotta start listening to them to listening to them more. But I used to listen to them while I drive. And now that I don't drive anymore, I haven't been listening to as many. So I just listen to ours. <laughs> you just put it on in the background while you're, uh, you know, doing yoga or something. Yeah, I like to listen to DDP when I do my DDP yoga, though. Why do you got to listen to him? If you've done it, you know what to do. You don't have to hear him. Because he's inspirational. He's motivational. I'm in Dallas Page. Oh, <laughs> get that on the cuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, but he is good though. Like honestly, he does, he does. You know, in, in, I don't know. I like I like listening to him. I don't know if I could listen to a podcast while I do yoga. I don't know. <laughs> mm. I, that's just a weird. It's hard. I mean, it's not regular yoga. It's DDPY, but it's, I don't know. Still. Still. I, I, I mean, listen to a podcast I, when it work out. Maybe. I, I sidetracked. I sidetracked. What is what is this week's question? From um, the question it's, it's, isn't about working out. If Jason came up with the it. The question <laughs> is, I mean, originally it was your top four names of finishers but i think there was some problematic issues with that for some people the only problem was that <laughs> you were going to pick sweet chin music and you didn't care about anything else that's not a problem but um i guess we just made it your top four finishers of all time all all encompassing whatever you but then want you also said that your favorite not the the best four yeah because if you say the best four everyone's gonna say stunner rock bottom tube stone you just jobbing out all these finishes these the greatest finishes of all time i I don't think it's true i i mean yeah it's damn true i mean the rock bottom isn't one of the greatest first of all even if being impartial it's not because i wouldn't put that up there either though no and so here we have now we have a discussion yeah (laughs) And this, It'd this, be stunner number one, I think. It's debatable. It's debatable. Would be I don't know. I don't know. You you would put Sweet Chin Music first. You said. Why is stunner number one? Just because he they like he had all the best angles and storylines and did it to like a hundred guys in the ring and they all just like it's the way they built it up, <laughs> I, right? I think it was the the king of the Attitude Era, the attitude of flipping the birds first, then the knee of the guy. Yeah, it was just right. so perfect <laughs> for a guy like Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was just. The, the perfect finisher for that character in that time. It was, it's so yeah. fun to do to your friends, even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back when we used to, you know, do that. I don't think it's the greatest, though. I'll put it on my top four, but it's not the greatest in my opinion. I wanted to bring this up later, um, but I'll do it now just as a preview. I wanted to know what your favorites were to do in a video game, because Stunner is a good example of that. 
it's made better by when you do it in the game it, it's satisfying it's it's a good finisher it's um easy to set up video it's, games yeah. i like the spear because you could do it out of and nowhere and just destroy yeah. someone yeah the spear is a popular spear is a good one. one in the game too i liked uh the five star frog splash i liked anything off the top rope in the video games because those were always fun felt more down. impactful we'll get back to those in a second so let's go jason let's hear your top four favorite finishers of all time um well to be honest i only have number one again and I the other three um actually i'm kind of thinking like i don't even have three so i'm just gonna think three that i like um actually you know what i don't want to go first <laughs> someone else go you go all right i'll go first then yeah i don't care it's fine um so there's a there's so many different like I had trouble with trying to figure out okay what were what were the stipulations for this one right because if I'm gonna bring them up I know people are gonna have a comment about it so I was like okay so how do I do this so my number one is I'm just gonna get it out there just to to let you chew on it is the sharpshooter I love the sharpshooter I love you know it, it was Brett protected it pretty well um, it hurts in real life it's just. He, and he, the way he did it was so perfect. So that's definitely one. And Natty's is good as well. And there's been, you know, versions of it and, and different moves like it. Uh, another one that I, that I love very much. I wanted to do a few that were like, you know, kind of out there. So one that's special to me would be the ankle lock. Ankle lock, I think, is just cool move, great submission. And both Kurt Angle and Ken Shamrock both happen to have that as their uh, submission finisher. Okay. Which, for me, is um, awesome. Cause I, I have, I have a guys. problem with the ankle lock. I was looking at that today, and, it, and it's just uh, it, the people could break out of it so easy, and they just never do. You know, Not break out of it, but they could do more. They just kind of sit there and go, ah, ah. Because I think the idea is he's holding it there, and if you don't you can turn. tap out, then he's going to break it. <laughs> yeah, but you can spin or you can kick him or do something. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, the more realistic version is, yeah, you get him on the ground and you do it like, you know, there are wrestlers that, that do the ankle lock properly, but it was just the, the theatrics of it were, were good. You said favorite, not saying best. I'm not saying it's yeah, the best finisher. Favorite. That's I know, but I'm, a, I'm allowed to. I I'm, I'm still going to criticize okay, it. You're, You'll criticize mine. I, I have a problem with it. I do. Well, I don't, what are the stipulations? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be somewhat realistic. It's, you didn't tell me that. That's a stipulation. No, that's that mine. Right now. It doesn't have to be for you. I'm, I'm, we're allowed to comment on each other's choices, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, but it's just uh, the way that you do it. The way that you <laughs> Maybe do I'm crazy. It. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah. Uh, ma- what about Mandible Claw? Is that Mandible your Claw one? was... That's one of mine that I like very much. Yes. Really? On my short I feel list. like that's yeah. a lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why is it a lie? You don't like <laughs> Mick Foley or Mankind? See that is a lie. <laughs> you don't even put him no, top I, ten. I, no, I don't necessarily think he's top ten. Doesn't mean I don't love him. And, and the more important thing is, I like the mandible claw better than Mister Sacco. Oh, really? The mandible claw with mankind <clears throat> was so crazy of a move at the time for me as a kid. I was shocked already. Watching him in a boiler room match with the Undertaker was scary. And then he's got this mandible claw. And if you actually stick your fingers in there and put it underneath someone's tongue like that, or like. In their mouth, like I don't know, it was just so crazy. I thought it was an incredible move. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I never really liked the mandible claw, and I love mankind, and I love uh, McFoley. 
Because, like, I could go with the best ones of all time. Sure, I love the Tombstone. I think it's perfect. I think that's one of the best moves of all time. It's incredible name, the way he did it. Everything was so incredible. It, it made the character better because of how awesome of a finisher it was. But I didn't know if that's what the discussion we were going to have. Because then I, I'll go with the pedigree. I love the pedigree. I think it's so fun to do. It's great to do in video yeah. games. It looks good. You're slamming the guy's face into the mat after he's already beaten yeah, you so it, much. If, uh, if the guy sells it right, people start selling it on their knees or on one knee. Kane would always sell it on like a, one, one knee. Go down on one knee. You got to go flat. Flatten yes. up, Kane. You got to eat that bump. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's like, you know, that's... Uh, that's one that I would have, if those were the stipulations, I would I would have had like this. It was one my list if those were the stipulations. Sharpshooter, Stunner, Tombstone, Pedigree. Okay. I was like, okay, if that's not it, then I really like the ankle lock because if, like I said, then I also like the mandible claw. Um, okay, let's make it top four favorite. Yeah, top four favorite. <laughs> There's another one that's special to me is the Camel Clutch. Camel Clutch what, is a okay, good one. What, yeah, okay. There's a lot of good ones. What, what are your top four favorite? thought those were his favorites <laughs> oh so you're not sharpshooter stunner tombstone pedigree let's go with those okay cool good that was a great thank you great opening this is why i wanted you to go first so i could understand it a little bit better because on this page, i don't I understand like, different <laughs> lists based on what jason's stipulations <laughs> you never know <laughs> keep those you never know it's going to be it could be next week's question and then i also just wanted to throw in just two other ones here i just want to talk about the um the 3d so i think if you guys have any tag team moves that you really like um you know, that's just a really cool one. And then when I was thinking of moves today, where would you guys rank the disarmor? Um I hate it. Really? <laughs> because it's like it's like if, People, if you it's, it's, it's extremely popular. That's when she sits on her back the other you know, the other wrestler's back and like pulls her arm basically backwards, right? Like upwards, upwards and pulling back, upwards like, towards her. Yeah, it's like cranking it. I mean, I guess I like it. I, I don't know. It's just like you'll you'll snap the arm like instantly if you do it. That's it. There's no like holding on. Oh no, she's not gonna tap. Like it would snap. That's it. It should it should be real. Qu- is it always real quick with her? Like it has to be one of those submissions where it's like instant. I think she's protected instant, it really well. Yeah, instant tap out, then it's fine. But if it's like one of this bullshit, like hanging on for a minute. It's like no, she could snap your arm in two seconds like that. That's with any sub- submission move in wrestling, though. Like no, the, the crossface, like crossface, you're just you gonna can sit hang in the crossface for five minutes, <laughs> a little bit. Sure, yeah. you're gonna sit in the sharpshooter for five minutes sharpshooter, and just like yeah. you know, you crawl around like Shawn Michaels screaming like a like a fool. Yeah, you could do it. You could. You could <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. There's no way. He's not gonna. He's not gonna, <laughs> well, he's not not gonna, gonna break happen. your legs or your back necessarily. You could fight it. Well, you. you you could, <laughs> I think, is the the whole thing, right? But like, if your arm is backwards, it's gonna snap instantly. That's all I'm saying. All right, so yeah, okay, I understand that, uh, and you know, I'm just saying uh, that's why I wanted to ask you actually because it's so so it's out there. It's considered, you know, it's well protected. They love the name. They love the way it's done. It can be done out of nowhere. Um, there's a lot of things going for it. So that's why I wanted to know your opinion on it. And just the last two that I wanted to mention, um, current day, I love the Claymore. Big fan of the Claymore. Claymore I think one. it's a great move. And then um, Kenny Omega, the one win, one winged angel. If you guys have seen that finisher, if you haven't, go look it up. Okay, I'll look it up now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything Kenny Omega does is yeah, tough. and it's the way that he does it too. Like he never just does it out of nowhere. It's always after he's really beaten the guy up, and so that he can get him into this move. It's never just like right. just done. 
from what I've seen, every single, every single, every single time. <laughs> oh, they're going Irish, boys. Every single time that I've seen it, it's. Oh, he puts him in like the electric up. chair, and then he like puts one leg behind his back, and like flips him forward into like a. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And it's like it's protected, and it's the way that he builds up to it. It's not an out of nowhere move. It's the guy has been beaten to within an inch of his life, and he can finally do this move to him to finish him off type of deal. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, those were mine. <laughs> that messy, those messy few minutes. Who wants to go next? <laughs> Jason, you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go. Um, so for me, um, a good amount of them on the list are moves that multiple people have done as their finisher, but I feel like these in particular versions of them were done the best and they're gonna be my overused list i'm sure (laughs) um i think (laughs) you mentioned it earlier uh one of my favorites growing up was rob van dam and the five star frog splash is the greatest frog splash of all time he has the best frog splash the frog splash is a beautiful move and he has the best better than eddie guerrero yep 100 percent. i I agree it's better than eddie guerrero's is four and a half this is the five star frog splash Every time wow. he did it, he would get so much air, he would sell it beautifully, and when he hit the ground, you think that he killed himself was, as yeah. as the same time that yeah, he's he killing the, the, appoint, well. the, the, the opponent. The opponent. He was um, he was great. At the, and actually, uh, Rolling Thunder also almost made my list. Uh, both well, that's that like a signature. I would say that's, that's a signature. That's not a finisher? No, no, a signature. I would put it's that as signature. But signatures should be able to finish matches. They by should. The way. Yeah, so that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Just about anything that Rob Van Dam. Like, I even like thought about the Van Daminator. Like, that, I think yeah. he used that as a finisher, but uh, I love that too. But sometimes it was kind of dumb. Like, he'd throw a chair, the guy would catch it and like hold it on his head. Yeah. And then he'd kick it. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah if it was, it had to be done cleaner, but you're right. That's your RVD. Amazing. All I, around I love RVD. Beats. Good show. Absolutely. Um, and another move. Uh, let's go. We're going to go classic. Uh, a move that's been jobbed out to the, mil- the more than any move in the entire world, I think. The DDT. Uh, and I'm going to go with Jake the Snake's DDT is the best DDT. And it's I think it's maybe not the original, but definitely he made it very popular. And he would just he would just make that look so realistic and he would drill their head right into the mat and it would not be jobbed out. It would be a one, two, three like it should be if you hold someone's head and drive it directly into the mat. And uh, he just made it look perfect. He perfected the DDT, so that's another one on my list. He's on my classics list. Um, He's a great one. The Jake the Snake Roberts specific one. Yeah, well, because now the DDT is is barely a signature move for people. I know, and there's been some people have similar moves, like John Moxley, maybe. But yeah, like the the double arm DDT, the execution was like the the lifted DDT, like you lift him up and you drill his head. But no one, go back and watch uh, Jake the Snake's DDTs. They're picture perfect. Jerry Lawler sold it really well, I remember. Oh, his pile driver like was amazing. If you're talking about oh, his pile driver, yeah, I have yeah. that written down here as one of the most awesome and most devastating in terms of damage delivered. <laughs> um, My damage one here, it says pile driver. But yeah, the DDT, good call. But yeah, it's, it's it's sad that it's been jobbed out so much, but I guess it's like a it's a move that you can hit quick and it's very devastating. So I guess that people just wanted to incorporate it in their everyday Move said. Also, Randy Orton, of course, with the um the DDT off the the second Brett's rope, <laughs> DDT off yeah. Brett's rope. Classic Orton. <laughs> vintage, vintage Orton. Oh, bad. fuck! I, I messed that up. 
Classic Coke. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> We've um, seen Orton do this before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And speaking of Orton, he's number two uh, for me, the RKO. Um, because Not it could be hit. You can hit it. Yeah, well, you can hit the R. I think RKO the RKO is better than it's, it's the evolution, no pun intended, of the diamond cutter. Um, <laughs> you gotta put a drop in there. The, the way that uh, DDP did it, it was more like he would grab on you, hold you tight, and just rip you down. But, uh, like, I mean, uh, uh, what's it called? Randy Orton could do it from anywhere. He's done it from anywhere. I still remember the best one I've ever seen was at, I think it was at WrestleMania when he was. Um, Versus Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins went for the curb stop and he flipped him up in the air and then gave him an RKO. Um, it's just yeah. an, an incredible, incredible move. And I think it's been the RKO out of nowhere. It, it became yeah. a mainstream meme. Yeah, it's a meme. <laughs> it's all over the place. Uh, and it's protected. People respect the RKO to this day. Still, yeah, you better respect Randy Orton. <laughs> Um, it's great because it's actually his initials too. It's not even yeah, like it's his initials to... and it's like TKO RKO. So it's, yeah. it's beautiful, beautiful. Definitely one of the best of all time, for sure. Um, and number one, the greatest finishing move of all time is definitely the greatest name and the greatest finisher and the greatest wrestler, the Sweet Chin Music by Michael Sean Hickenbottom is the greatest finisher. <laughs> the name is just absolutely incredible. It's the Sweet Chin Music. It's beautiful. Uh, he tunes up the band in the corner, stomping on the ground, getting the crowd involved, and then knocks the guy out. You could argue that that's so ridiculous. Though, you could every single time you, you could, stomp around, but the guy gets up and get kicked in the face. You could argue like, that, but I think that's. But what he hits I, it out of nowhere too. He hits it when you I, least expect it too. I personally <laughs> like that about could. finishing moves when they sort of play it up and like you know that. That's yeah, I don't hate it. I'm just saying that could be that could definitely be an he's argument. Starting for up it for the sure, band, okay. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah but he's starting up the band. He, uh, the one he hit on Shelton Benjamin, I, th I know Ryan was talking about that match on a yeah, previous episode, was amazing. He hits it out of nowhere. He, yeah. I think he retired Ric Flair with it. He won a Royal Rumble with it. it and it's on my overused list, too, because the super oh. kick has been jobbed. Well, yeah, the super hell. kick is garbage. This is the sweet chin music. It just brings a smile to my face. I know you think face. that's the greatest name of all time, too, but like I love the name, but it's definitely not number one of all time in my, in my book. If you tell me one... Uh, tell me a better name for any move in the history of the world. <laughs> right now, tell me one. History of the world. Tell me tombstone. one. Tombstone is how is that better? It's just like oh, he's the dead man, so let's just call it a tombstone. Like it's, there's no creativity. It's just like <laughs> oh, the grave tombstone there. To, you know, like no, no. To say that to say there's no creativity behind it, it's just there you know, isn't. You're on. just saying he's come the on. dead man, so let's name it something like dead manish tombstone. It added to him so much, I think. There's no like. Like what else is called sweet chin music? Like it's just made up for this move. It's it's a it's a special it's name cool. for this move. Tube stones exist, and you just see one, and you're like, okay, let's call it the tube stone. <laughs> this, that's so so ridiculous. It's but you know what I'm trying end, to say? You're like done. If, you're, he's putting you in the grave. He's the Undertaker. And then he folds his arms. You could have named it something better the chest for sure. And flips his hair back. His eyes go. The tongue comes out. All no. of that. Like it's so good. I'm not saying the move. The move is incredible, and it's one of the most protected moves ever. I just don't think the name is that amazing. It's just the tombstone. I love the name. It's not a bad name. It's just nothing, you know, amazing. It's not better than Sweet yeah, Chin I, Music. I understand. I understand your point. I just I know that you you have this insane love for for the name Sweet Chin Music that I think you know not everyone shares, and so it's good to hear your opinion on it. Well, I mean, objectively speaking, I don't think there's a better name. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. You really think yeah, the tombstone's better? Like 100% objective. Put your hate sharpshooter's your... better than Sweet Chin Music. Sharpshooter, nah, you got a better case. Sweet Chin Music's better than Sharpshooter. Pedigree's amazing. Pedigree's good, but it's not Sweet Chin One Winged music. Angel is so awesome. 
Yeah. Walls of Jericho. Claymore, Walls of Jericho, Walls of Jericho, is, Jericho is, is great. Walls of Jericho is much better than Sweet Chin Music. Why is it much? How is it much better though? Why is it much better? I don't know. It's biblical, I guess. <laughs> it's biblical. <laughs> it's so sick. It works on so many no, levels. The Sweet Chin Music is the best. That's it. And that's my list. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess that leaves myself. And uh, these aren't in any particular order. And as I said, one thing I really like about a finishing move is when you know that it's coming. And it's like you play up to the crowd. At least that's what I grew up really liking. So the first one on my list, like I said, it's not my favorite, not my least favorite of the four. But it has to be the elbow drop. Macho Man Randy Savage specifically. Oh, yeah. He did fanfare with it. I like that CM Punk brought it back uh, towards the end of mm. his uh, WWE run. It's just, you know it's coming. Bailey now. The crowd's... Yeah, Bailey now. That's true. But um, uh, would you say yeah. he did it the best? He, he has the best elbow drop? Macho Man? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would argue that it's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Shawn Michaels had a very good one also. Very yeah, good. Definitely beautiful. Very good. He did. He did. Uh, oh, better than the Macho Man. Let's see, this is where your Sean back, standing comes go in. Go back so and look. I'm, so, I'm talking about the execution of it. Obviously, Macho Man's is better because that was his finisher and all that stuff. We're not talking about technique from a technical perspective. All these moves are not who's the best technically at performing the move. Well, who? Okay. From a technical standpoint, like whose is the prettiest? Why not? That's part of it. It's part of it, it's but part it's of also it. just. We're I talking think about finishers. The way Macho Man the was Macho able. Man elbow. To get the crowd going as he was climbing up, as he was standing, he would play for the crowd and then just... I would say even Kyrie Singh's elbow is amazing. <laughs> her elbow is great, but it's... Yeah. I like her elbow. I love the way that she... When, when she the way she, she put her twist on it. drops it. Like, and that's, yeah, that's awesome. why technique is very important when rating a finishing move. I, I agree. That's more, that's more like flair. I also just like... Uh, yeah, there's flair. And that's something that a lot of people have been able to do, like... A bunch of people are able to make the elbow drop because the elbow drop in general is not like the most devastating. devastating yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not the most. He made us believe it was devastating. But exactly, sure. you believe that when Macho Man came down on you, they were out, and that's back when finishers were finishers. Of course, you know, like you go on the mat. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also have to stay true to Matt Hardy and say that the twist of fate would be on my list as well. Nice. Was that uh, his? That was both of theirs, right? They both did that, no? Jeff had the Senton bomb, and I think uh, together they had Senton. Then together they had poetry in motion. Uh, oh, Kenton well, bomb. they did that together, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Matt put him in the twist of fate, and Jeff dropped down on him. That was um, sick. So I debated putting in poetry in motion rather than the twist of fate. I wasn't sure if we were counting tag team finishers on this list. Special mention, honorable mention. So I'll put the, the, I'll put that sort of like a, a half and half. The twist of fate is like a, basically an RKO with like a twist at the at the start. Of fate. Yeah, but you're not you're not <laughs> leaping into it. You know, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. put some flair into it, right? Like there's a big yeah. He would do like the ah and put his fingers out, and then turn and then <laughs> and pull him down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He would do the big V one ah and uh, he's down. <laughs> <laughs> he's underrated uh, as a Waxman, he's underrated. I knew you'd go. He is. Yeah, actually, he is. He is. Well, I mean, he's still wrestling, right? So I guess it's hard to well, look back at his whole collection of work, but maybe we should. Well, you know what I always hated about him was his wrestling pants. That always kept me from being yep. a real fan. I hate those big, big pants that go over the boots. I hate it. What's your, what's your, <laughs> well, we'll take a quick side. What's your favorite wrestling attire? What's your favorite type of oh. wrestling attire? Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels tights, tights are say, the worry. goat. I'm sorry, they are. <laughs> See, here we go. His tights are amazing. What do you want me to say? They're amazing. See, I like the the Edge and Christian, like the the, the, the tights, but 
Yeah, with the nice the boots. Yeah, the nice boots, exactly. You got to have the boots showing. They got to be nice and shiny and beautiful. And yeah, for sure. The pants over the boots? No, never. Love me a good singlet. Bret Hart, yo, I'll be, I'll be fair. Bret Hart's, <laughs> Bret Hart's singlet is amazing too. I love his tights; they're great. Yeah, and good angles I like too. Yeah. Jack Swaggers, Finley, Swagger, <laughs> Rybacks. No, no. RVDs, was, e. RVDs was always too. cool. RVDs, that's true. We just talked about him. Yeah, um, yeah true. Actually, yeah. Where was that on my list? Maybe that's a future question. Yeah, <laughs> could be. You're at number three, sort of. Yeah, I was the third. The third thing I was going to say. The third on the list. And this one, I, I'm sure that I'm going to get some heat for, but I love the worm by Scotty Dahati. The worm. <laughs> it's definitely not a good finishing move, but just the amount yeah. of <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a it's a spectacle. The exactly the spectacle behind it and the the. Everyone loves the worm. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So the I, impact of the move itself. The impact it was, is, it is, is a one on ten, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, but so is the people's elbow, right? But he got but that exactly. over. Exactly. So is the people's elbow. Though. So is the leg drop by Hulk Hogan, more or less. Oh, no, that was that death. Was that, was, that was a 12 drop. out of 10. It wasn't. It wasn't. But we'll, we'll, okay. a big leg. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think it's... I think it fits so well for a character like Scotty Tuhati, who was never meant to be a serious um, character. You were never going to have him in like an Undertaker storyline. <laughs> he yeah. was always going to be a party guy. I'm like, oh yeah, the worm. It's perfect for him. Everyone got so hyped. The W O R M. Yeah, it was like one of the it longest so finishers fun. ever. It was. So of course you couldn't believe yeah. that the dude was on the ground for that long. But. Uh, <laughs> Love it. It was fun. It was every time I saw it come out, and and keep in mind, Scotty Hottie wrestled when I was young, right? Yeah. So I was always hyped. I would sing along, sing along with them. Of course, that would, like even <laughs> I would even sing along with like Enzo and Cass though. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's it. When we saw them in in Glasgow, like how could you not sing along with the whole thing? It's so fun. That's one of the most fun parts about wrestling is being able to chant along with things, and that's part of what gets some people over. Definitely, oh, yeah. definitely. If you can't get over You're by just. Bald. <laughs> if you can't get over you by the suck. company pushing you, then you do it organically. And number four, again, growing up with being a big fan of the cruiserweights, I have to pick the, the, the king of the cruiserweights, and that's Rey Mysterio 619. And, wow. Yeah, dial it up, and he would couple that, right? Hopping off, drop the dime, pin, yeah. done. It's a legendary move for sure. It's a very cool move, but uh, That's it. It was cool. the s- the setup was always very yes. suspect. The setup you know? was a little, yeah. I mean, that one, yes, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> he kicks was... him in the stomach, and the guy's oh, and goes and he leans on the rope. The rope. <laughs> See, this is this is where I thought you were going to be a little bit more animated, Jason. He just six one nine does not fit on your list in any way it's so it doesn't but like i it's wrestling world it doesn't fit in real life it doesn't it is a cool move I mean, though i'm not gonna lie has devastating impact though like, we can't lie about that the yeah. only thing i have trouble so with is the setup I joke about it if, it if it could be set up a bit better then it's a great move sure I'll, I'll, i can give uh, i can grant that but um the 619 again because mysterio is one of my favorites growing up and i think that's what heavily influenced my list is just fair enough Finishing moves of wrestlers I really like. And I'll give an honorable mention because I don't think this is a finishing move, but it was the coolest thing I saw. And I don't think he's the first person to do it, but I think he's the one who's most known for it in WWE is Tajiri with his green mist. <laughs> wow. And then leading into the buzz kick the or buzz, the buzz yeah. kick for the, uh, 
uh, for the finisher. I didn't put that on there because it's not the finisher that I like. It's the lead up to it. Yeah. But the green mist was always cool to see. And you always like, you know how he does it, but it's, you just never it's expect so, it. I mean, Oscar does it now even. It's still. That's true. Uh, when it's done well, it's it works. It's fun. It's wrestling. It's campy. It's like, it fits so well. It's. And that's it. Like, I don't mind campy wrestling. I don't mind wrestling. It's like, look, this is not real. This is scripted. You know, we're doing this to, right. to entertain, but. As long as it's within the universe itself, as long as it's, you know, they're in character fully, yeah. then we'll believe pretty much anything that happens in wrestling as long That's as it. it's... We're having fun. Know, like, it doesn't matter that I know this is not real. Yeah, it all know? depends on how it's done. Like Exactly. The things that are to come, you know, yeah. skipping ahead a little bit, but, uh, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> gouge your eye out match. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So I guess we should start with that. Well, Was, was that real? Yeah, it's that's what's that's what the match is going to be apparently. I don't know how that's apparently. Play out, but. Well, they'll they'll find a way to do it because remember remember the Inferno matches like Kane versus Undertaker. Right. You gotta light them on fire, like you know. So Kane always lost because he had that sleeve. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Fire resistant like sleeve. <laughs> oh man, he got him on the fire resistant sleeve. I think even MVP was in an uh, Inferno match against uh, against Kane once upon but Kane, a time. Kane always ever. loses. <laughs> Yeah, that was back when I think they didn't they didn't light the side of the ring on fire. They had like a fire ring outside the ring and like kind of oh. rushed MVP into it. It's like, oh look, he caught fire, and it's like nothing happens. <laughs> Matches over. Matches over. Right? Get out of here. Yeah, oh, can't can't endanger anyone. I mean, today, who today has a finish that you can like point to and be like, that's an amazing finisher. Like it fits with them perfectly. Like. I thought about the Claymore. I mean, we have the guys still there, like Brock Lesnar's. Oh, Brock Lesnar's F5. Still F5, yeah. F5 is, in, is a great move the, for Brock. The bro kick uh, from Sheamus is still oh, uh, good a point. great one, in my opinion. It's very basic, but you, you, you really Kaluva do believe. kick, bro kick, Claymore. Uh, yeah, you do believe that uh, the guy's not getting up after a bro kick, in my opinion. Yeah, he does, he does do it really well, for sure. very well. Um, I would go with... Uh, the, the neutralizer from Cesaro that was always one of my favorites because you could oh see you like just, that <laughs> I do I mean yeah it kind of it looks a little like rough going into it because like, yeah. the way he lifts the guy but yeah. like, you can tell he's lifting and it's not but with the big swing yeah oh that's great <laughs> it's so good <laughs> um what's the Styles Clash that's dope of course if you, do it, if, if you, if you don't do it right yeah. then it's uh, real bad. <laughs> Yes. If you uh, very, very, tuck very your bad. head, no, no, don't tuck your head. Yeah, aren't you supposed to tuck your head most falls? Exactly. Because, but like, this you is the opposite. Do the complete opposite. Lean it right Good back. Point. Yeah, that's okay. But the style slash is very cool. Um, Have you guys seen um, Ricochet's 360? Yes. The 360 cent on? Or oh, no, it's like a or 720 like, or something. Right? It's a six. 600 and... I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's so yeah. crazy, man. It's Tony Hawk up there with the 900. <laughs> really sick. Like, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that like are... I can't are think of any today. modern modern ones. Like I'm trying to think of... How, are you, how do you feel about the curb stomp? I hate it. I like... No, I like it. I like the curb stomp. I... Um, it, it, the problem is it now doesn't look very real. No. I think I think he's stuck... I think because it's very dangerous because you're putting pressure directly on like the front of the face, it's very potentially deadly or very damaging if you actually hit it and get full impact. So I think you have to lighten up on it. But uh, I like the concept of it. I like the name. I like Seth Rollins. So. 
I do like Seth, I like Seth Kirsten? Rollins. I think he deserves a better finisher, in my opinion. But it is a devastating move, sure. If you slam someone's, if you just stomp on someone's head, it would hurt. Yes. <laughs> yeah, personally, you know the. It needs to be done in a very specific way. So I think he should only use it against certain opponents that can sell it properly. I think he should have kept the pedigree. Poorly, it looks awful. Should have kept. He sucked at the pedigree though. <laughs> sucked at it. Well, you gotta get. No, he didn't suck at it, but it didn't look like Triple H's was better. I think. Yeah. He needs yes. a better move though, because he's amazing and he deserves. You know, a perfect finisher. I think I just like the perfect plex. Just like with 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 it, even <laughs> even with like any TV show, you start to love a certain character, right? And sometimes they might, ch- you know, they change the character. You don't like how he's being perceived anymore in the later seasons. Uh, that's how I look at Seth Rollins. I loved him hmm. as a dirty conniving heel with Triple H. That was the best version of Seth Rollins. So, so every good. time I see him come with out, his voice, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so every time I see him come out now, that's that's all I want is that. Is that I can't get. Yeah. I'm not saying he's doing Spoiler. a bad job. He's doing a good job. I just don't like it nearly as much as. It's true. He is before. doing a good job. I like what he's doing right now, but with with Murphy even and like, I was really happy that there was three gingers on TV in one segment. You know, like <laughs> that's that's <laughs> crazy. That's like it's like my group of friends. Well, not three, but I'm always yeah, out gingered. It's true. There's a like, lot I of us. St- I thought Seth was going to start a stable of gingers. He was going to have. Um, Murphy, he was gonna have Heath, and he was gonna start like Sheamus. Oh, <laughs> did you it's uh, Slater time? <laughs> yeah. Did, speaking of so Slater Gator, did you watch uh, his promo? I did. Yeah. I thought it was very good, actually. Uh, I always thought Heath was a good talker and a good worker, and I'm, I'm I know he's not a main events or, or championship guy, but I always thought he was just a solid like guy to sort of job to guys to get the push going and. Just a good company person. I was happy to see him again. What do you think, Jason? Um, I don't think I got. I, I mean, I looked for the whole thing. I just, but I found like a raw, like YouTube raw channel. Like I guess it was maybe a clip of of the promo, and it it was good. But then he just gets destroyed in two seconds by it's true. By, by Drew McIntyre, and I'm like, oh, there should have been more time in between the promo and the match. We needed a little bit of time to digest there to let things settle. But I do really like the vulnerability sort of that Drew had. I think that they worked really well together. I thought that it was really well done. And I thought that it added like a little bit of a new thing to McIntyre, which was cool. It's a, it's a weird angle that they're, they're playing with, with mm-hmm. this Dolph uh, storyline. It's like all these people, oh, yeah, we, we knew you, Drew, back when you were, you know, not this great guy and you were on the outs. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but it's like, where's this going if you're just going to come out and you're gonna have Heath cut like I said I thought he cut a very good promo um and then yeah he gets crushed in in a minute or two and I thought that now this is bad coming from me because I am you know an out of shape loser but (laughs) I really thought that he was gonna come back and since they're supposed to be friends I thought he was gonna have like that Drew McIntyre build oh like he'd come come back back jacked and then the three-man band would be like all jacked jacked up who knows where they go from there but that see like that would have been so sick and he just like pulled off his shirt and he was jacked out of him like oh my god is he gonna beat him like i thought this would have been and i was like oh he's just he looks you know covid <laughs> he's he got looks, the covid belly he still looks good he looks all right. wrong he, you know maybe it's, it's just because of that a, expectation shoulder like red hair anymore it doesn't look like uh you know yeah that's true the, the long red hairs it's <laughs> <laughs> not a good look i got kids man <laughs> 
right, we were right, good promo overall for sure, and I thought that it it progressed storylines. It yeah. did a, it did a lot of good, and and apart from the rest of Raw. Yeah, you know, was it was the eye for an eye match announced on Raw? Yeah, yeah. I mean that I have to talk about. We have to talk about that. I think we have to talk about the eye for an eye match. And I mean, do you want to talk about the segment at all that that happened there with Rey Mysterio and everything? Did you see it, Jason? Um, I saw some of it. Yes. Okay, so you saw the highlights at least, right? And it turned into like a tag match, didn't it? Yeah, whatever tag match. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Was it Ray and Dominic now and uh, Seth and Murphy? Oh yeah, sorry, Ray and KO. Oh and yeah, Kev- Kevin Owens. Out. Kevin Owens is so good. Let me just say that he just he gets on the, the mic best. and it's like he's he's with <laughs> his friends. Boy. He just yeah, speaks. Shout out he just, Montreal. He just speaks. You know, <laughs> like he's a genuine talker. You don't feel like he's putting you on. He's just saying what he needs to say. He's he's uh, he's perfect on the mic. He's amazing. He's amazing on the mic. He's so good on the mic. You won't come find on, any uh, Kevin Owens hate on this podcast, by the way. Three. Uh, yeah, sorry if you. <laughs> <laughs> three Quebecers. There will be no Sami Zayn hate. There will be no. <laughs> no, Kevin they're, Owens they're hate. two of the greatest that they have no, right now, uh, yes, and I don't think are. there's much hate for them. Like, let's no, no, there no, there isn't. They're they're good workers. They're well liked. Yeah. yeah, and if if there are people out there that hate them, they probably hate. The character they hate them because they're supposed to, like fine. if they're being a heel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of course, yeah. you hate Sami Zayn and his character now. Like, obviously, I love him because he's being a little rat running around everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's so good. But Kevin but, Owens is just. And something... I hope he didn't hurt himself. At the end of the segment, it looked like he was limping. So I really hope he didn't. Uh, you never go from know. Zero to one hundred and hurt himself. It's so tough to see if like they're selling or if they're like actually like you know how Edge had the whole like clutch of the True. neck thing, but then oh he was actually hurt, but he was hurt somewhere completely different than the neck. No, Triple H uh, tore his quad off of his leg and uh, he right. kept wrestling yeah. as if he didn't have an injury. So exactly. how are we supposed well, to know? Mr. McMahon tore know. both quads and sat there in the ring. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh that's yeah, one, that's one of my favorite moments of the, all uh, time. That was what the. Uh, the Royal Rumble it's when the uh, Batista and John Cena Batista. landed at the same time, and he same comes time. out, comes out so angry, <laughs> he throws his coat his down, squad. like I'm gonna sort this all out. He slides in the <laughs> ring, tears <laughs> both quads, and sits on the <laughs> ground, <laughs> commanding people sitting there. He didn't, he didn't flinch. He's not, he's crazy. Was he like ripped both quads? He was still like 65 back then too. Yeah. But um, there's something awkward about like Ray Mysterio being like, "I'm gonna rip out your eye" or, or something. It like didn't, that. yeah, because it, it's not believable at all. He's never yeah. been like that. He's Ray always Mysterio been nice to be like that. Like, yeah. I, and I was gonna say last week I'd forgotten to say it, but I thought Ray has gotten a lot better on the mic since his last big run in WWE because that was the main point. thing. Like, yeah, he was a world champion. I, I hate to say it, but a lot of it was probably in the back of Eddie Guerrero. Sure. Yeah, we don't know what's going story. on. Of course, you know, I think I think some of it, and I like Ray, but the main thing that always held him back was he was just very awkward when he talked. Yep. He just never had someone to really be his mouthpiece because it would be weird if he had a manager because he was too big for that. But I thought he'd Vicky because you have to get Ray over. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah, you could use Vicky. Perfect. Get the Xbox keep going and. Uh, <laughs> But I was about to say last week he's gotten a lot better. But just I guess anybody who's like I'm gonna rip out your eye, <laughs> it's not gonna work. Unless you're Bray Wyatt, like he's the only guy on the show right now that could say something like that in, or like in a, a terrifying way or crazy I don't person know. maybe like a like a Nikki Cross could maybe do it or something like that. Yeah, maybe even then this is just it's like sh- such a weird, weird, weird 
weird idea for a match, weird storyline. Jason, what do you think of it? Um, I don't like these matches where you like no one's gonna get their eye poked out for real. Like it's just so, it's so uh, kayfabe that it doesn't even make sense. Like you know what I mean? Like what what are we really looking forward to here? Like I don't even want to see someone's eye go out, even if it was real. Like I don't want that to happen. So like what are we what are we doing here? You know like. I don't know, uh, but I like I do like what they're doing with the, the Dominic situation, and uh, um, I feel. Do you think Dominic will just turn on uh, Rey Mysterio? Dominic mm. Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, Dom- I, yeah, I didn't like, really think about where this one was going. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I, I think that would be I great. Don't see it. That would be great. It'd be and interesting. Then he's the disciple of Seth Rollins, and they make him a, a real wrestler. And it's true. How and, often have we seen like a father versus son? Storyline. Um, Shane and Vince. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, besides Shane, yeah, they didn't involve the uh, the royal family. I guess <laughs> the main asterisk who, who likes to. But I was going somewhere with this, and I don't remember where I was going. But yeah, I I, I don't see it. I personally don't see it. I'd be very surprised if uh, Dominic turned on Andre personally. It'd be interesting, but uh, I, I don't think so. And I also think it's like, how are they going to end this match? Where what are they going to do? Who's going to take it? Is, is someone's eye going to be taken out? Or are they going to find like a weird way around it, being like, this is actually what we meant? That's the thing, right? Like, we're we all know it's going to be. Is it going to be some pre-taped gimmick? Yeah, like they have like a fake eye, and and they're like, oh my god, and he's like holding it, cut, and it scoops out. I don't know. It's going to be. And then like his eyes going to be back to normal. Whoever. And then the next day, oh, and then the yeah. next night on Raw, he's fine, and they forget about it. <laughs> Emergency surgery was performed overnight. The eye was placed eye. back into the socket. The eye was placed back. <laughs> or is he going to wrestle from now on with one eye, like for his entire career? I mean, Ray already has one eye of his mask, like blanked yeah, out. Darkened out. Yeah, darkened out. Yeah, darkened out. It's part of the storyline. Didn't he hurt his eye? Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah, something like that. Now it's coming full so circle. Whole, exactly. I think the whole thing is like, yeah, you womp, 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 womp. <laughs> it's, it's just a weird, like, it's a weird place for it to go. I'll say um, one thing I do hope that happens. I noticed that Sasha Banks is fighting Asuka, right, for the championship. Yep. I hope that Sasha Banks wins and then they have built like this epic showdown champion versus champion Sasha versus yeah. Bailey and they can finally break up i think they'll also involve charlotte into that why why well, they always got to put charlotte in everything <laughs> i just think that's what they'll do leave her I think it'll out be three. of it stay out of it but then what do you, what do you do with charlotte you just put her in like to some non title stuff um. I, yeah. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to think there's other talents on the women's roster that, that start like a blood feud. She can. A she's, blood feud. She doesn't need a belt. I would I, honestly, Sasha Bailey feud would be great. But champion versus champion. Does Bailey go back to nice Bailey? Um. I think Sasha actually would work as the face in this in this situation. Yeah, she would in this situation. Sort of That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I could see that. It's true. I'd be into that. Even I though like they're, both, they're both good heels. A lot as a, they're both good Asuka's heels, amazing. but I think the way it's being built up is that Bailey's sort of the ringleader and Sasha's sort of the 1B one, one to the 1A. Right. I mean, so I could, yeah, I could see it. They're they're pretty good heels, I guess. They still remind me of like Team Rocket or something from Pokemon. Like they're so <laughs> over the top and you don't really 
believe yeah, like you think sure. they're just reading lines you know they don't really feel like they're living it I, I don't know but they're doing what they're supposed to I just I don't believe Bailey is mannerism wise and everything I think they've fully bought into it's too, the heel thing it, it feels like a play you're right, the promos too much like a play. are not yeah. great the promos are not great. Like, that's, I, and that's not their fault. I think that's what they're being given. Yeah, it's very like dramatic. I will defeat you tonight. Ha ha ha. I'm the evil heel kind of thing, you know? And it's like, eh. Yeah. So that's still that comic booky style uh, which can work, promo but that they seem to be doing, which I don't like personally, but I understand it. But I think they do embody the heel persona and they use their dirty tactics and all that stuff. I just so. think they can turn it up a notch once Sa- if Sasha wins the belt and they'll get real, like, like real heel between each other and, and and what happens if what happens if bailey drops it to nikki cross oh she's fighting Oscar nikki wins. cross eh sasha and bailey tag team against the iconics no. i don't see <laughs> that happening anyway that i could uh, see them doing that you know which is crazy which is, is not my choice i like but. nikki but i can't see bailey they got, losing to her at extreme and then no. she feuds with um alexa over the title oh no they got they got work to do on Nikki and Alexa. They got to rebuild mm-hmm. them from that horrible pairing that ruined both their characters, in my opinion. Wow! I used to love Alexa Bliss was my favorite. Nikki Cross at all? Huh? You don't think it elevated Nikki? I mean, it elevated her with her place on the card, I guess. But she was more of a intimidating presence before she was like uh, Alexa Bliss's like fangirl best friend, you know. It seems like the crowd really likes her. Though. I think she's because it's a some... fun little, it's a fun angle, and they're 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 they they work together. But she's not as in, she's not as much of a dangerous threat as she used to be. She used to come in and she was like, and, you know, and you were scared of her. And now she's just like dancing around, giving people hugs. It's different. It's not necessarily worse. I'm just saying, you know. It would be nice for the iconics to to get into a storyline. I know Jason, you were saying uh, about them. Uh, last week but i actually i like them as a tag team they're actually friends they, they actually have well chemistry. i think during that storyline i think the storyline like, like i was Ruby. i think yeah. it's still building towards what i thought was um because they just beat her up again what's her face ruby right yeah, i know i was gonna bring that they up do- another double team against Ruby right so she needs to get her partner back to help her yeah, beat i those guess teams. but she's been so she's gonna go back she's like oh and 21 in her last 21 fights who ruby riot they just jobbed her so hard for so long, and I don't, I don't know why. Right, but if she, if she teams back with, um, Liv, and they, they win, it's a win as a tag team. It's not a win for her necessarily. I guess, but, but then she's just like a loser that needed Liv to do anything. And she would lose. She lost to both the iconics. I mean, maybe they just need them to job longer. WWE seems to do this, right? They job people for a long time before they give them that. Yeah. Those those W's. Sometimes you gotta sink back to the bottom and uh, bide your time and rise back up. And make something like sometimes you gotta make it happen too. And injuries and stuff like that push you back on the card. Other people take the spot. It's it's man, it's a tough industry yeah. for sure. Speaking I, of, yeah. No, go ahead, Jason. No, I was just gonna say that's the tough part of the uh, the women's um, division is they only really focus on a couple and then they job out all the rest and then they're like, okay, now it's your turn. So they unorganically just throw them back in and make them a threat. You know, like. It would be nice if they could spotlight a couple more at a time, you know, and build build like some character, you know. I don't know. I think I think they have with this one that we're talking about. The iconics, I think, are at a at a good point right now. Um, one of the best points they've been at so far. I don't think. Well, they're they just came back, right? Top yet? They just came back. Yeah. Well, every, yeah. But them also then you know Ruby Riot. Ru- Ruby Riot just came back and she just keeps losing. I mean, I don't know. 
yeah, she's losing because... But if you watch the match, you understand why she lost. It's because the other two are cheating, because she's the only one who doesn't have a tag team partner. Still makes her so look like a loser. losing <laughs> in a schmoz, though. It's schmoz, schmoz, schmoz. I'm tired of the schmoz. Too much schmozing. Schmozing. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why Schmager. she's going to... That's, that's why I think it's going in that direction, because of the schmozes. I know that's what they're doing. I just... She still looks like a loser, even if you lose by schmoz. <laughs> I, um... Before we do, I want to talk about SmackDown, but before so, I know that Jason, especially, you tweeted out that the oh, yeah. U.S. championship yes. is the Good best memory, belt that's going right now. The one that MVP and uh, Bobby Lashley unveiled. Uh, I didn't realize that's it's not the belt. It's just he just unveiled this belt, but he's not the champion. Right? Like, it's just uh, Apollo Crews is still the champion. Yes. yes, but he says he's going to take it. He's from gonna, well, he's, he's, gonna he's not going to take Apollo's he belt. He's he, so he. It's like he's making his own belt before he even wins it. I don't think he said he made it. He said this is the new belt. Oh, I thought he said this is like my new version. You know, like John Cena or did his and all that. I, oh, I didn't get that from it at all. Maybe I missed that. I did, I just I don't know. But anyways, I'll give WWE props on the belt. It's the best belt they have right now. Hundred percent aesthetically, it's the best. It's a nice looking belt. Is it their best belt, Ryan? Do you think the current out of the current generation of belts? Um, I would say that one's up there. I would. I, I really liked it. I still like the Intercontinental uh, one. As the new one, the most recent one. Yeah, yeah, I'm a I, fan of it. Uh, it's not bad, but I do think the one before it was better. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I I do like both of those better than the main belts right now. Oh, the say. main belts, right. yeah, they suck. They're kind of boring. Like, they look cool, like, just as some sort of ornament, but as a belt, there's not enough gold on it for me. Yeah, like, I I'm glad that they're going a different direction because John Cena's spinner belt went on for too long. Yeah. <laughs> like, it went on wrestlers who were not, it didn't fit them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Kane would be walking around with a spinner belt and stuff like that. And then they would but, just stop the spinning function, but it was still exactly the same, so it's a spinner belt that didn't spin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it spin. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have much more to say. I just wanted to comment on the new belt. Uh, or yeah, the it's, new... It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful belt. Um, and I also just talked, I think me and Brad were talking about the um, United States title in itself and how we're surprised that it has it, like they elevate it once in a while, right? They bring by like AJ Styles or Kevin Owens and they'll have a little program when it's like, all right, now this belt's very important. But didn't Dean Ambrose have it like years ago and he had it for like months and months and months and never defended it and people forgot he had it? Yeah. Like that happens so often with the United States belt. It's not acceptable. And I'm like, it's an American company. United States belt, America number one is the best, right? Everyone, If you're in America and you do a sport, that means you're the best at the sport, or at least that's what people in those leagues think. So why not? Why isn't it more why, like prestigious to be the United States champion? You know, like it should always be one of the best. Now it looks like one of the best belts. So. I still feel like it's one below intercontinental, though, isn't it? On the It is. For I sure would, it is. I would read it, yeah. Should be. I'm just should surprised be. they haven't elevated it closer to the intercontinental. You know what I mean? Like. It should be a big deal. It's the United States champion. I'm happy it's in a storyline right now, at least. It, it's, it's yeah, like yeah. there's actually sure. something happening. And, and inter Intercontinental, same thing, right? AJ Styles, and we just had Drew Gulak. He was a great uh, U.S. champion, too, as well. Any belt you give AJ Styles is automatically of course. That, respected. I mean, AJ was such a, like I said, I, I think I said it a week or two ago, AJ Styles was such a great 
get for WWE. Oh, like, he's he's the best wrestler. He's the best they have. He's been yeah. the best they've had for years now. Yeah, since yeah. since he arrived, and they didn't and put him through NXT. Like, like you're ready to go right <laughs> away. Of course, why would putting you in NXT? You're the, you're the best wrestler oh. in the company. It, and it's <laughs> remarkable. Like, he's like he he came over and he was like thirty eight, thirty nine, or forty. Like yeah. territory. Like it, it's it's insane how good this guy is. It's it's crazy. It is. So it's, it's. I think Finn Balor will be on that level one day. One day. I still have hope. I think he was on his way, but then obviously that horrible injury. Once he won the title, and then he had to give it up, and it, he never really got back to that level. And now he's in NXT. So I don't know. I still think he'll. I still think he's one of the best he, that they have. He, oh, workers. he is. I just hope they can build him back up to that storyline and and all that sort of stuff. You know, at any day you can bring out the demon. <laughs> the it could demon. Be a year from now, the yeah. demon can yeah. crawl Who out. Who cares about Finn Balor? It's all about the demon. He, he's but got. He, that's why you love. You know. You know that's in him. <laughs> he's got time. He's got time to develop and recover. Because uh, knock on wood, AJ has shown no signs of slowing down. He's still. You know, brilliant. And he loves video games. Phenomenal. So, there you uh, go. <laughs> obviously, AJ Styles got a special spot in all of our hearts. Absolutely. Because <laughs> we're all, what are we? Losers. <laughs> <laughs> Jobbers, gamers, it's all synonyms. Interchangeable. Uh, Ryan, what did you think about uh, Seamus's toast to Jeff Hardy on SmackDown? I thought it's a, it was a decent <laughs> promo, but it was a weird way to end <laughs> so, the show. Why is that in the so main weird. event slot? Not only is it not a main <laughs> event feud, but it... it, it what are you doing with it? Oh, yeah, drink. Look at you. You're drinking. I'm in a pub in Ireland where there's 20 million pubs. <laughs> and the Jeff Hardy, like, beats up the guy's bartender. and it's, it's just, like, if this was halfway through the show, even, like, you know, three quarters of the way through the show, I'd say, oh, yeah, okay, it's fine. Continue the feud, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the feud, but okay, but... You put it into the main event slot. It's a good point. That's a, it's it makes it so much worse. It's an already bad idea. Yes. It's an already <laughs> you know but you, mediocre at best segment. It's bad segment in my opinion. Yes. Um, but to end the show with that is just insane. They could have gotten away it all, with Jason? it a lot more. No, okay, I, I didn't see the toast. What, what, was it? What do you say to him? You're a drunk jerk or something? Like you made fun of him for being an alcoholic or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty and he toasted him and, uh, you know, telling him to go back to his old ways or something. like Of being an alcoholic? Yeah. That's being problematic. Being an alcoholic. Very problematic. It's, it's just so weird. I think, like I said, the worst thing was just... But that ended the show. Why is it ending the show? Um, With a segment like that. Why? Are they building to some, like, massive match between these two? Yeah, that's still the, the idea, I think. It's just awkward. It's awkward. Like, I don't know. Guys, yeah. I, I don't dislike Sheamus, and he's got a he has a lot of good moments in the past that I've enjoyed. But now, now I'm not that interested in him, to be honest with you. I, I mean, he kicked Daniel Bryan's head off. Like I don't want, like if it could be anyone versus Jeff Hardy, I think Sheamus might be on the bottom of that list. Like in a program versus Jeff Hardy, it's very weird. It makes no sense. It's so bizarre, but. You know, this is what they're giving us, so it's one of those, eat it up. It's one of those segments. Is there anything else you wanted to... Yeah, what else did you want to talk about on SmackDown, though? On SmackDown. Hang on, let me go back to what I have on SmackDown here. The only other thing I think that I had um, was the IC title match. Yeah, I mean, AJ Styles, Drew Gulak. I, I thought it was a good match for Drew, for especially. Yep. A good showing, especially going against someone like AJ Styles. I don't think there was any... I still don't believe he can win, but he's good. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't think he could win, but... Uh, 
it, a good show. A good show. Good show. Yeah, good show. Yeah, you need some good matches on a wrestling show, so yeah, it is a wrestling show. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> uh, where are we? Was there anything? I don't know if there was much else. There's some Matt Riddle stuff. I, oh. I can't really remember. Oh yeah, he's shit. still going, he was... eh? I, I thought he was uh, Matt Riddle still going. I could be wrong then. Maybe Matt. Maybe they're keeping him around. I don't. Know. He hasn't been canceled. He was... He's he's I dodged he it. Not been canceled. I he had been he's been pushed. And I'll give a shout out to uh, uh, Shinsuke. Finally, oh, like, uh, that guy had so much power going off the Royal Rumble win and everything like that, and then just kind of faded out. And I like him and Cesaro. It's a weird pairing that you don't really expect, but I kind of like that they're giving underappreciated pairing. Very under two. And the yeah. the trio, the the third part of that trio is Sami Zayn. Oh man. my yeah, god, underappreciated trio. Three of the best talents they have, and let's just underappreciate. Stick them all on a team and make them lose too much. <laughs> You know what though? They're winning, but like Shinsuke just beat Kofi, yeah. and uh, yeah. it's just I hope to see like it's just, any excuse to see more of those three guys. I will take. It was also a good match. Yeah, it was a good match. I like the New Day also. Uh, so so I love the New Day. Yeah, any, <laughs> any excuse to ever, see yeah. all of those guys <laughs> on TV, uh, I'll will take it. Like, uh, yeah. All great competitors, all great wrestlers, all great characters. Uh, so just a shout out to Shinsuke for uh, for uh, another win, another W. Bring it back up. I still and think. Cesaro, I mean, I, a, I like Cesaro too. Yeah. I know he's not perfect, but I'm a, I, we all. I don't know. There's so many people. I don't know anyone that doesn't like him. I mean, I think they all appreciate they, his in-ring performance, but just mm-hmm. can he carry a brand? He can't, he's not a talker. No. He's not a talker, but he's always no. been a beast in the ring. But can we not get more valets, more managers? Like I don't understand. Yeah. Um. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Who Who would you put you know, with I, Cesaro if you could? I'm uh, trying to think of. I don't know if they have. I'd have to really look at the roster, and I'd have to look at NXT. I mean, Sami Zayn is is like his, was his mouthpiece for a while, yeah, right? Because yeah. yeah, and he was, but then he was also Shinsuke's yeah, mouthpiece. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he might be the mouthpiece for both of them. I don't know. I One guess. thing I, I will say, mouthpiece. just just quickly crossing <laughs> into uh, AEW, is that uh, Taz is doing great uh, for Brian Cage in AEW. So if you can get a big name like Taz to follow a guy like Cesaro or even Shinsuke, who also could probably use a mouthpiece. It would do wonders MVP's for MVP's doing a great job for Bobby Lashley. MVP yeah. is doing great for Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley could yeah. probably be a, a, a world Bobby champion. Bobby Lashley talked this week. Did you guys hear MVP. him? <laughs> yeah. He talked a little bit. <laughs> I did hear him. A little bit. I'm getting there. Baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, another so, thing on Raw. I, I, I Correct me if I'm wrong. I just saw like a quick clip of it. Um, Randy Orton teamed with. Are you watching? You're watching clips right now during the during us talking. No, I no. <laughs> but um, Randy, who did Randy Orton team with? Um, Andrade and uh, Andrade and Umberto was it? Angel. Angel oh, Garcia, Angel Garza. Umberto. And then uh, yeah, Big Show and the Viking Raiders. Okay, so did did bunch. they did they make um a reference to uh evolution or not evolution? What's what's the other thing he was in? Legacy, legacy. Remember legacy? With uh, Ted DiBiase's son and, and, uh, um, and yeah, Cody, of course. so Way like back. someone said, like that's like the new legacy almost, because they are third generation wrestlers too. Oh really? Yeah, that's interesting. And they got yeah, Ric Flair there going, "Woo, he's back for some reason." <laughs> <laughs> why don't they? Why don't they? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't made clear. Maybe I missed it. But maybe I don't know. Maybe it was just someone tweeted it. Like that looks cool. It could be. Oh maybe. Yeah, but I I just heard a reference to it. And I'm like, oh that's cool. That's a cool angle. New legacy. It would be interesting with Randy uh, with two uh, sort of two guys there uh, with him. He doesn't necessarily need them, but 
No, he doesn't need them, but he can elevate them. Well, exactly. He can elevate them. And I think I think uh, Andrade and uh, Angel Angel. Uh, I think they're gearing up to go against the Viking Raiders, if I'm not mistaken. And what, hap- what happened and where to the Street Profits? Go? The street profits I don't know where the Street Profits yeah. went, actually. It's like they just ended that feud with, in the most bizarre, they're, useless way. They're still way, in the dumpster, then... I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've been back. They're just not doing anything. Oh, okay. All right, well, anything from... Um, yeah, it's... I don't know if I had anything else. Um, Isn't that Raw SmackDown? Smackdown? Nothing from Raw. So let's go with... Do you guys remember any favorite moves from the video games are there any characters that you take just because of the finisher or because the way it looked or felt or anything like that and jason you would do create a character a lot what was some of your favorite finishers to use as create a characters finishers um i wouldn't like to have the obvious ones like stunners or tube stones or i try to get one that was a really cool move but wasn't as well known so it was more like it was actually my created characters finisher you know like um i can't really think of any just like um i would always love the kick to the back of the head so if there's a cool way to like like i always thought like if you could jump off brett's rope and then kick a guy in the head like that's a great way to finish you could do it out of nowhere look if you make it look big like the aj styles does with like a big swing and then boom and the great thing about doing it as a video game is you know it's you'll never watch it because doing that in real life is probably (laughs) impossible (laughs) yeah but I would usually go with some sort of enziguri type uh, type thing. Enziguri was good. Um, I, I was kind of a rat one. Uh, with my with my created wrestlers. So back when Rene Dupree was uh, was in the games, I would get the, the French tickler <laughs> as the, <laughs> the move. just so like I could take all the time and do the dance and do the. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, so I would do something like that. But also, like, you know, anything high-flying, I really liked. The Hurricane Ranas and the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the sort of springboard DDTs and anything like that that I could do. I Because I was never good at the grappling. and submit. I found the submissions boring to do in a video game. So anything, like, off the ropes, in the air, that's what I would go for. Yeah, it was so hard to, like, being a huge Bret Hart fan, it was so hard to win matches with with Bret Hart because of the sharpshooter like, you didn't have like another signature that you could uh, you know like the off the off Bret's rope and things like that there wasn't really one that you could they could use yeah what other moves does he like, do for like such a, a revered in-ring general what are some of his uh, go-to moves he's got tons he's got Bret's the off Bret's the rope, rope is usually just like his signature that was like his signature move he's got what else name one he's got DDTs he's got um, he doesn't have a you know, he's he's, no Bret DDT He's got oh um, the leg sweep the the Russian leg sweep he did a lot the Russian leg yeah. sweep the bulldog the bu- Brett's bulldog yeah yeah that's true yeah pretty much anything you can think of I mean suplexes <laughs> but just something <laughs> that different holds yeah I think it was big moves for him it was just the technical excellence of edu- execution <laughs> excellence of <laughs> education <laughs> I almost said education I almost said education, education. <laughs> we're talking about finishers that's <laughs> yeah, okay Brett's overrated we all know. <laughs> unpatriotic un- of you to say. I never. I like the Patriot. I rooted for the Patriot against Bret Hart in their rivalry. You rooted against anyone against Bret Hart. <laughs> I think I'm like well, literally. I don't know why. Because <laughs> you're a psychopath. I don't know why. 
He was fun to root Sick. against. Sometimes you just like that guy. He was the good guy, and you didn't like that everybody liked him. People hate no. <laughs> people hated him. Well, Canada liked him, but the states hated him. And I loved him, and that made you hate him so much. Especially, <laughs> but I, uh, especially in Montreal. Especially in Montreal. Like, mm. I'm happy Shawn Michaels won that match. Okay. Brett screwed okay. Brett. Brett screwed Brett. Hundred percent. You don't know how many times he told me that growing up. <laughs> Shoot. Remember, Brett screwed Brett. See you tomorrow. Brett screwed Brett. Brett screwed Brett. Brett. Brett screwed 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 Brett. All right, boys. In closing, was there anything else you wanted to wrap up with? Brett screwed Brett. Sean's an asshole. Everybody knows it. Still one of the greatest of all time. You know, but definitely does not have the best finisher of all time. Definitely does not have the best named finisher of all time. Best finisher. Best everything. <laughs> uh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you again next oh, never week. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> what are you gonna say? I was just gonna ask him who his favorite wrestler of all time is, but I don't want to get into that now. Say it. You for, can say it. You want me to say? You it? said it before. Oh, it's Matt Hardy. <laughs> is that what you said? What? Mine is Shawn Michaels too. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. You idiot. <laughs> Yes, Minus two against six. one. Such an idiot. <laughs> two against one. Didn't even know. If we, if that was actually a setup, it would have been so good, but I know you're that dumb. No, it wasn't a setup. <laughs> it was because because watching videos. I knew. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a setup. I've yeah, said it numerous times in text and on the air. Yeah. Let, me ask, let me ask you a, um, a legit question, Brad. In the in like the top ten wrestlers of all time, do you objectively say that Bret Hart is higher on that list than Shawn Michaels? You'll have to tune in when we do our top 10 wrestlers of all time <laughs> so episode. You can't answer because you know out. it's true. I'm not going to answer. I, I want to wait. I want to answer. This is a little bit of a new can of worms. We should, we should uh, separate episodes. And I want to gotta say, wait for please, all the you, jobbers before we do our, 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 our yes, list. Absolutely. Now, we didn't plug ourselves at all during this entire thing, but please reach out to us at the four jobbers on all versions of social media. You can also reach us hello at thefourjobbers.com. This has been Ginger Heat. Ryan Taxman, Jason the Jobber, and we have been the four jobbers. I hope you enjoyed this jobbing. And remember, Brett screwed Brett. Sean sucks. Sean sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Better not edit that out, you bitch. I will. <laughs> I will. Brett screwed Brett. <laughs>